Be careful as you head out this morning, especially if you're working on side roads, you uh, have your own parking lot because all that water, all that melted snow from yesterday turned into its own ice rink. Oh, it's so slick. Yes, it is. I was trying to get into my car at my house and it's like all ice, icy snow, snow ice. I don't know how to, I don't know how to classify it. Ice rink. It's total ice rink at my house. It was scary, but it saved me like 10 seconds because I slid to my car as I having to take the five steps to get there. It was nuts. So nice. AJ McCall on VFX. What also would make you fall down is potentially what happened outside uh, our studios yesterday. Producer Butters took pictures nice enough to let us use it. It's up on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But if you look at it, it's a picture of our back sidewalk. Mm-hmm. There's a wrapper from a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then there are bird feet prints everywhere. What the heck? Did someone it, get ganged up on by some birds? I, I'm kind of thinking that's probably the case. They got so scared, they dropped their sandwich and they ran away. That's what it looks like. Take a look for yourself. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You know, it's worth noting, uh, Wednesday was National Bird Day. Maybe they felt a little empowered this week because, I, you know, this this looks like it got ugly. There's no sign of blood. No. But However, I mean, you, you look at the baby, the bit, little bird feet. They're tiny bird feet. But that doesn't mean it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think someone was just... Fearing for their eyes, just had flashbacks to that birds moving. They're like, oh no. So nervous. Good heavens. And oh, they covered no. their eyes and just dropped their sandwich and sprinted whatever direction they could. Whatever am I going to do? Run away is what you're going to do. And like AJ said, drop that sandwich. I, I think they had to. I mean, I think they made the right choice, but see for yourself. Have a little fun with it. Producer Butters came in the back door yesterday, which he never does, mm-hmm. laughing hysterically. Oh, yeah. At the thought that someone may have been mauled. By several, several, several tiny birds. He asked me. He said, McCall, did you get attacked by birds? Because your car's the only one over on this way. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I have no idea. And he's like, look, you got attacked by birds. So much so that you dropped your sandwich. Conveniently, I did not have a sandwich. At that time. At that time. Thank goodness. I had a sandwich later. It may, maybe. That's good news. Maybe. I mean, honestly, this might change your attitude. Well, maybe not. Might not change it, but... Might make you reconsider your attitude towards your DoorDash, Grubhub, whatever, because, I mean, these birds are waiting. They're dangerous. <laughs> Armed and dangerous. So McCall is always in charge of the Hollywood news and gossip, but just how good is she at knowing the celebrities? Because the dating part of it is such a huge part. So if she was given their resumes, Ooh. could she figure out who I am talking about in terms of who they dated? Oh, I don't know. Try your talents at the celebrity dating resume guessing game. Now, I figured McCall's in charge of the Hollywood news and gossip. There's no way that she wouldn't crush this. So what will happen is I've got the people they've dated. I will give them to you, and then you tell me who I'm talking about. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. So how about, uh, start with an easy one. Uh, Cassie David, Kaya Gerber, Kate Beckinsale. Pete Davidson. Yes. Impressive because it didn't get to Ariana Grande or Kim Kardashian. No. no. Okay, this one, this one a longer list. Let's see how you do here. Uh Renee Zellweger. Keith Urban. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me, no. Kenny Chesney. No. 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 <laughs> uh Katy Perry. Uh Orlando Bloom. Taylor Swift. Oh, John Mayer. Yes, it okay. is. Ding, ding, ding. Three. This is a, that was a long list too. That I, had I like bet it was a long list. Ten more names I could have gone through. Okay, okay. Taylor Swift. Okay. Demi Lovato. Ooh. Nick Jonas. Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. Sorry, is I had the correct. wrong Jonas. 
I'm impressed. Okay, Thanks. okay. One more, one Kay. more. Okay. Uh, Claire Danes, Demi Moore, Giselle, uh, Gis- uh, Giselle Bunchen. Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> Sienna Miller. Okay. Blake Lively. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-mm. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah, yeah that doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize that, because you know, normally I feel like I'm sure I, they're actually popular in Hollywood, but like whenever he gets a new girlfriend, I'm like, I don't know who that is. That's exactly what it is. I was <laughs> like, like eh, So I then know. I got these names, I was like, really? Yeah, well, but at the same time, I'm like, man, he, I mean, he pulls women. Constantly. All the time. Constantly. I, I got to be honest, I'm super impressed. Like, I figured you would get, like, Pete Davis is the first one. I, I thought I might get to Ariana Grande. Kate Beckinsale, a big one, too. But, I mean, I'm impressed I didn't get to very many of the big names, and you absolutely crushed that. Thanks. Bravo. Thanks. It's. I was nervous that we were going to get into, like, you know, older dating pool or whatever, and then I was going to be like, I have no idea. I know. I mean, I, I had a couple other names. Derek Jeter, Gosling, Bloom, uh, Wilmer Val- Valderrama. I had all them on the list, too. But I, I would have th- got Wilmer, I think. I think she would have, too, because cause Paul loves that show. I do. <laughs> Who is the number one person by law that is going to embarrass their kid? No matter what, they're going to embarrass their kid. It's the parents. The question is, what happens if a parent goes out of their way, maybe not out of their way, but seemingly goes out of their way to intentionally embarrass their kid in kind of a crucial moment? Is it a red flag for the parent dating that new partner? One listener had that question. Look, there's no denying as a kid, your number one most embarrassed person is a parent. Oh, yeah. You're always embarrassed by him, right? Absolutely. So, of course, it could be a little bit, little bit uh, trepidous to invite people over to your home because then, you know, there's no getting around the fact that family, people, everybody's going to be there, right? For sure. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate today. So, here's the email we got. Okay. It says, AJ McCall, I'm wondering if this is a red flag or just something I should put up with. Either way, it's got me upset. Got a daughter who's 15. When I was with her father, she could never have friends over because her dad was a jerk and just not in the right state of mind all the time. Okay. So we broke up three years ago. Now I live with a new guy. Over Christmas break, she had two girls come over and spend the night in the basement. Everything was great. No big deal. But around 11 a.m., they were still sleeping, and that's when uh, my husband got impatient. He needed to get in the basement storage room for something, and he didn't want to go walking down there with them sleeping. And I get that. Yeah. Well, finally, around noon, they're still sleeping, and he's upset about it. So he goes downstairs without telling me, yells for everyone to wake up. It's noon and rise and shine. Mm. Now, he wasn't mean about it, but it definitely made the girls feel awful, and they all left without saying much. I was embarrassed, and so was my daughter. He knows how she never had friends over before, so this is why it's frustrating. He says it's no big deal, and I'm overreacting. What do you guys think? Mm. I can't help but worry that it's a red flag. So I wouldn't necessarily say I wouldn't necessarily say him going down there and waking them up like that is a red flag. I would say how he says that it is a it is no big deal and you're worrying too much. That's a red flag because it's lacking communication and lacking to see where you have failed in this situation. That's what I would say. I wouldn't say that that the you know going down there but being like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it." That kind of stuff makes me beyond angry because it's like you should be able to see where the frustration would lie, be empathetic to the situation, try and understand it from an emotional, emotionally intelligent spot, and then try to move forward. Okay, how did I mess up? Okay, I understand that this was probably a mistake and I should have consulted with you or spoken with you first about it and then move forward. 
Yeah, no, actually, I liked it a lot because my initial reaction reading it, I was like, ah, well, you know, noon is kind of late. And yeah. then I'm like, well, what did he really need down there that he couldn't he couldn't just wait for? But then, yeah, you're right because like there's one thing you know, like we're si- I'm, we're not parents, but no. we're both siblings, we're oldest siblings. And, like, I get it. Like, I can't – I'm not going to say, like, I get the whole idea, like, you do anything for your child. Like, I'm not going to say that. That'd be dumb. But, like, I've been in situations where, like, something's come up with, like, my brother specifically. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to come in swinging. And it's just – you just see red. So, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a huge deal that you're like, okay, this bugs me, and here's legitimate reasons why. And do homeboys like, no. It's very, like, very gaslighty. Because the other thing is, too, like, we can all acknowledge, like, flat out, every teenager is awkward. They all are so, just so concerned about what people think about them, and we're all thinking all at the same time, like, everybody's watching and freaking out about the stuff I'm doing. And so, like, it was a big deal to her, Mm -hmm. especially at that age, and then, you know, whether it was right or wrong, it's it's a teenage thing. Like, I used to get calls from my mom, my sister... Not a troublemaker whatsoever, but my like my sister would would sneak out of the house to go spend time with friends and boys and stuff. And my mom called me like, I don't know what to do. And I I gotta be honest, all, my response was, You're right. No other teenager's ever done this before. How are you gonna handle it? Right. And it's the same thing. Like whether you're like, okay, she's being ridiculous because I didn't do anything to embarrass him. Right or wrong, that's just how teenagers think. You gotta empathize a little bit and understand because it's not new information. Right. But the thing is also like. You can't say that you did or didn't embarrass them because you are not the one who's feeling those emotions. Like the the emotions are not yours to be had. You just see, okay, so you are feeling this way. Why is it that the reaction was there? There's a lot of steps that like I've been going to therapy, right? There's a lot of steps that have been happening that that you have to identify what triggered the embarrassment, where it came from, and why that emotion was triggered, be able to step back from it, and then relive the experience basically within your own head to reassess it and and move forward and validate your emotions too. (sighs) Parents just don't understand. They just don't get it. I, again, I, I like that, uh, I don't know, what you said mostly at the beginning, McCall, I think specifically just about the fact that, it, you know, I don't think anybody, no one, no one wants to hear, hey, so this happened. Oh, don't worry. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's it's a undermining of your own emotions and undermining of of dismissal of emotions more so than anything. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, did you put any work at all? into your emergency preparedness kit for your car no. minus your snowboard. Mm-mm. Okay, just curious. No. I was just looking. One of this one came up, and I thought this was solid. Toilet paper, duct tape, snacks, hand warmers, water, mm. flashlight, and towels. You got a lot. Closed out well. The beginning there, I was like, are we being emergency prepared for getting stranded, or are we actually going to strand someone? Yes, that's kind of what it seems like, but I'm not saying that's what we're doing, but that's what it seems like. Look, and I'm not saying I'm the one to ask about this specifically. I will claim ignorance whatsoever. I'm just saying that uh, that duct tape there, that one threw me for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't found us on Instagram, it was on our story when we were talking about that. Because McCall's got her snowboard, and we're like, ah, oh, that should be part of the emergency preparedness kit. That's she right. needs to go look for help. Got to slide down the mountain. I've got one. What is the emergency preparedness kit for Florida or not? Oh, man. You, you got to have like a... Fire extinguisher for sure. Also, maybe a maybe a sandwich. Lots of sauces because we've had lots of people who have threatened sauces, and fought yeah, over good. sauces. That's good. 
Maybe an ice cream machine also. <laughs> a fixed one, might I add. It's starting to quickly turn into, okay, what does McDonald's need fixed? Yeah. AJ <laughs> McCall on VFX. It's Florida not one story, Florida one story not. Both stories stupid. Oh, so, so, so stupid. Two dumb headlines, please. Okay, we got headline number one. Some guy robbed an adult store immediately after applying for a job there. Why Why do, like... I don't know. What do people think they do with the information they give them when they apply? Like, why? Nothing, obviously. They just look at it. Like, but they don't, they don't like, let it mull around in their brain or process. They just look at it and they're like, oh, okay. Is, is, is this a one way or the other thing? Like, they're either getting the job or they're robbing the store? Or were they going to rob it the whole time and they were like, I'm going to case the place. Like, this know. is my research. That's, that's a great question. And they're like, well, I'm already committed to this point. That's a so great I'm going to go forward with it. Wow. I don't understand people. And then we got headline number two. Some guy charged with a robbery after allegedly using a meat cleaver to threaten a store employee. Ooh, I don't care for that. No, there Those you are... go, though. It's uh, That's the two. <laughs> I don't care for that. Those are intimidating knives. Like, they're... For some reason, I was thinking... I was not thinking cleaver. I, I know what a cleaver is, but for some reason, my brain was like... One of those meat tenderizers. And so I was thinking that. And not, I was like, Thor? Is not, that you? Not great either. No. Maybe, maybe you get a couple chuckles in there, but I, I've seen those two. They got, the, it's like a hammer right. but with spikes on it. Yeah. Only on one side. Yeah. Well, maybe on a couple of sides. It's pretty smooth on the other side, but still, yeah. like, yeah. not not much better. I got to be honest. That's what my brain went to. When I read Cleaver, I thought tenderizer instead. No, I, and I got was you. like, what? McCall wants the question answered. Would you rather be killed with a meat cleaver no. or a meat tenderizer? I mean, it's a great concept. You're going to be delicious either way. It's a great question. I thought about it, and if I'm my options to go out are meat cleaver and meat tenderizer, I'm going with meat cleaver. I just feel like meat tenderizing, with, if you had I, take me out with a hammer, I just feel like it's going to take way longer, and I just I don't want to be there anymore. It's true. It's not going to be an enjoyable process either way, but take give me the quick way. <laughs> Just I I had to, I had to think about it because McCall posed that question. I, I was just wondering. I mean, just based solely on this story because I read it in my brain wrong as meat tenderizer instead of cleaver. I mean, I read cleaver, <laughs> but my brain said tenderizer. So murder breaks in your house with a bread knife, a butter knife, a paper clip, and a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> Which way are you going? AJ McCall at VFX Northern Glass Plus Florida. Not let us hear the. Okie dokie. So we got story number one, which involves a 29-year-old guy that got arrested after he, did he steal? No, he he applied for the job first. I had to double check on it. He applied for the job a couple of weeks ago, I guess. And then he decided, you know what? I need a couple of these things. And so he stole them. And they were like, yeah, we know him because we... <laughs> He gave Had us him all fly. of his information, his name, his phone number, his mm-hmm. address, his social security number. It's all right here. Don't worry. The cashier caught up with him in the parking lot, put him in a headlock. <laughs> so he threatened to stab him. So he let go and called the cops. They found him at a hotel around the corner. The things he stole still in the backpack, along with a knife. So he was actually, he actually had a knife yeah, to stab lie. him with. I don't. I don't know how he would have stabbed him with him in the headlock and his backpack, you know, on his back and his arms like doing this true. this motion. But I, still. The dude the dude managed to escape ten feet before someone finally confronted him. Yeah, exactly. And then he was like, No, headlock. Oh, hotel. 
Anyway, there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy charged with robbery after allegedly using a meat cleaver to threaten a grocery store employee. This happened on Tuesday. Now, what were they trying to get? Groceries without paying for them. So... I mean, I get, I get that hustle. I mean, it gets real expensive. I mean, in a hurry, when especially yeah. when you start shopping more like an adult and less like uh, a kid. Well, this this guy's twenty three years old. Oh, okay, so, kid I mean, shopping one hundred percent, probably. So you know, making off with pizza rolls and otter pops, <laughs> queso maybe. dip, frozen queso, burritos, maybe some brewskis. Definitely a bunch of soda. Mm-hmm. Now, officers, I guess, because he he wanted to just leave, the victim immediately called the police after being threatened with a meat cleaver. Obviously, uh, officers were able to quickly. And quickly respond and arrest the subject who was trying to leave in a taxi. So did he steal the meat? <laughs> Sorry, he's trying to leave. Taxi. Excuse uh, me. Thank you. Meat cleaver in right hand. Yep. Did he steal the meat cleaver or did he come with the meat cleaver? Um, It said he pulled out a knife. So I don't know. Because I'm going to be honest. I think still to this day, I've got big knives, but I don't have a meat cleaver. I don't either. So I mean, I don't need one right now. It's fair. Yeah, I don't plan on murdering anybody anytime soon. But like, what how I did want he is like $400. So. How did he come across a meat cleaver, but then like he's shopping like he's... Really? Yep. yep. Why so, do you have a meat cleaver? I think he planned it. I would just want to see what the groceries are. <laughs> I'm just curious what the groceries are. Like, is it a lot or is it just Taxi. like, hey, I'm hungry? Like, if... I get it, okay? Stolen goods were returned to the store, and the suspect was taken to jail. Fortunately, nobody was physically hurt. Gosh, that would be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much much groceries. Does Uh, not say. Simi amount. (laughs) In front of me... Five hundred dollars in groceries. Okay, that's, that's I don't know. That's, it doesn't oh, say. Okay. I'm just saying. Who hypothetically, a meat cleaver to the grocery store. Well, somebody just who just wants to rob them. AJ, like, can I see that chicken slice? Oh yes, delicious. No, I will have this. It's just it's the only people. Only only if you want to rob people. So there you go. Two crazy stories. Okay, two got really dumb there at the end. That. Be, uh, mm. Okay, I ch- I was gonna go. I was gonna go with number one. I was locked in on number one. I'm gonna go with number two. You probably shouldn't have done that because. See, that's not it. It was the taxi that got me. The taxi got gotcha. you. Just the image of a dude standing outside, meat cleaver in his hand, just like a uh, taxi. Vancouver <laughs> that, is where that one ah, happened. Canada, darn you! That's not a lot. That dude's gonna go to like Canadian jail forever. That was very impolite. That was very it's impolite. very American of him to be honest. Now we're gonna have to reteach him. Be nice. <laughs> Florida not with AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, luckily, no actual harm came to anybody in Florida. Not. Can't say the same for bonus Florida knot, but here's here's my thought. Hear me out. Since we already talked about like meat cleavers and meat tenderizing people. Right. If you had done that, if you had followed through with that plan, I would want to hide my identity at any given time. And while, yeah, maybe I would get sick of the pandemic, the fact that I could wear a mask over my face, like that's a win-win as a murderer. I got to be honest. I would, I would say so. If I put myself in those shoes, I'm calling it a dub. One dude got caught because he said no. Okay. So like. I am not a serial killer. Good. <laughs> the first thing a serial killer would say. 100%. 100%. AJ McCall at VFX. But hear me out. So if I had committed murder. Right. One of the things I would be super pumped about is any way to hide my identity whatsoever. So don't get me wrong. I hate wearing the mask. It is not fun to do. Right. Uncomfy. Got uh, it. It gets annoying. Totally. AJ McCall at VFX. But Again, if I'm a murderer, the ability to cover my face and have no questions asked 
is a W as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Because I just get to stroll around. Nobody would know. Pizza, breadsticks, whatever. Nobody would know. You see, you see how how convincing it is that Superman puts on glasses and is like <laughs> totally different person. Hundred percent. I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. Superman, serial killer. These 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 are the metaphors yeah. you're looking for. Potato, like, potato. Yeah, these are the, the similes. But a dude. So in Poland, it is it was required to wear the mask, and a dude got stopped. A 45 year old man was trying to to walk around inside a store and refused to wear his mask. And right. they're like, "Hey, dude, do that. Hey, man, you gotta wear a mask." And he was like, "No, Polish for no. Polish for no." <laughs> and then they so then they started to you know look at it, and they realized, "Oh my gosh, this dude has been wanted for murder for 20 years." Boom. 20 years. Arrested. And he got caught because he refused to wear a mask. He just got so comfortable in his everyday day-to-day and was like, that was a lifetime ago. Please don't don't call me out on this. Also, he's going to get a 25-year prison sentence, by the way. Um, Minor inconvenience for you. All for not Mega wearing a mask. Mega inconvenience right? for you again. <laughs> Can you imagine no. with all your retail experience if you had like stopped this guy? Like one day you just imagine, I, and I don't know what the story is. I don't. I didn't see the Polish interaction, but just say that the. Let's be honest. Everybody's a little bit testy right now. What if you were the customer service rep, the salesperson, whoever that ran into this guy was like, "Excuse me, sir, mask, Polish for mask." And he was like, no, and you're like, Polish for mask, or you're gonna Polish out and out of here. And he was like, no. And then you got a little uppity with him, and then it and then you find out that dude murdered a dude. I'd be like, I probably could have died. <laughs> and then I would have quit my job and then I would have moved to not Poland anymore. In Canada, I wouldn't either. In Canada, they bring meat cleavers to stores, so I mean ugh. That did happen. Polish for oh my gosh. Um <laughs> going back to Florida and not because the clown I just started this conversation. And I don't want to stop it because it was funny. So it was hilarious. So the conversation started because the dude brought a meat cleaver into a grocery store. Which and is then, not fun. And McCall's no, I I I, I like, wouldn't want to be stabbed that? with that. Yeah, how do you uh, no, it's not, not it's not very agile. It's like a hacky uh, motion. Problem was is that McCall's brain was like, aha, meat tenderizer. Yes. So then we had the discussion and I said, I I'm gonna, if you're gonna give me one of the two options of which way I gotta go down, meat cleaver. Uh, the game has changed, and I think we can all have fun with this because, you know, it's good to think about your mortality every once in a while. It's great. But you are <laughs> stuck in a kitchen. What is the most inconvenient way that you are about to have your life ended? Uh-oh. There are great answers here. Meat cleaver and meat tenderizer been already taken off the board because, you know what, they're just too intimidating. We're looking for something much more inconvenient. We want it to hurt more. And I know what you're thinking. AJ and McCall, this is rather morbid. No, it's not. This is just in line with, honestly, the freak injuries that have already been suffered by the AJ and McCall show throughout the years. It's only a matter of time before a spoon somehow injures me, and I'm like, okay, guys, I look, I don't want to tell this story, but okay, I'm going to tell you. So I was eating cereal with my milk change and spoon the other day, and for whatever reason- I died. Right in my eye. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Question- Sounds like a McCall story. I'm going to be honest with you. That's me. The Hi. question is, what would be the most- Inconvenient, the most annoying thing to be murdered with in your kitchen. I gotta go with rubber spatula. <laughs> like, smacks a bajillion times. It's definitely, I mean, it would definitely be annoying to just whap, whap, whap. Stop whap. it. Do we have another option? Like, any anything else at this point? Here's a fork. Like, anything else. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's see. What about, what, 
What about... I thought the most pa patronizing thing to be murdered with in my kitchen would be the wine decorker because it's always so excited. And like, yeah. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yeah, that one's not very good. Handheld mixer. Ah! That would be... That would be good. No, I don't want to lick the spoons afterwards. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll pass. That, that's how it would get me. It would be like oh. final, be terrible final destination. I'd go to lick the chocolate off, but Dude. I'd be an idiot and forget to take the mixers out. And then right. be like, okay, check this out. Check this out. Do you remember a couple of years ago there was a commercial, and there was a commercial that was like, oh, we had that incident or whatever, and it was a guy. And he's like, hey, can I lick the beaters? And he's like, yeah, you got it. And so then he did. And then I was like, why? This commercial, I was baffled at. Because every time I think about it, I'm like, who in their right mind doesn't take them out to lick the beaters? True. Like, everybody does. Nobody's like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm going to lick it while it's plugged in. No! I just can't help Idiot. myself. I'm going to lick it while it's still mixing. I, I just can't, can't stop. I can't stop. Gosh, you want to go for like authenticity and things that people can put in, put themselves in like situationally. And so now every time I use my hand mixers, that's the only thing that I can think about is that stupid commercial because they were making brownies. Look, that commercial has clearly saved your life. You yeah, will never, never forget not to eject them. Never was I ever like, oh, you know what sounds great? I'm going to just... Ruin my life. No thanks. No thanks. Uh, the ancient technique of tongue stretching about to happen here. Hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Back back to the line of inconvenient kitchen utensils or kitchen things to be like murdered by. How about salt? Like just just salted to death. I'm gonna shove your. I'm gonna shove every, an inch by inch of you through the garlic presser. Oh my gosh, that's awful. <laughs> Sriracha. Also terrible. Spicy you to death. Call is one hundred percent taking up the annoying part of the. How annoying is it going to be to get murdered by sriracha? Crockpot. Explain that to my. <laughs> Too soon. Sorry. Too soon. Cutting board. <laughs> Just the cutting board. Whap. I'm gonna George uh, George Foreman my foot. No, thank you. <laughs> well, there was a show marks. that somebody did that. The Office. That's right. The Office. That's right. I was like, who did that? Cast iron. No, wait. That's not really inconvenient. That's uh, dense. Yeah, no, that's not worth it either because then you got to reseason it afterwards and that's a pain in the butt. Just throw it away. Start <laughs> over. <laughs> Have you voted for Parknarks? That is the first uh, competition of 2022. Which parking spot is the most annoying in Cash Valley? You vote. You determine. I figured out what nominee number one for Park Narks was doing. What? I know I said this at the beginning that they were preemptively parking to avoid all the snow because you're not allowed to park on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. But seriously, that's what they're doing because there's a huge pile of snow where I normally put my trash cans and I can't, I no, I, I could walk seven to ten feet the other way, but pass. That's not where I put my trash cans. Right. And then they're down there and then I got to go get them and now it looks like our trash belongs to this other building next door. There's Doesn't. Doesn't. Wow. AJ. The audacity. <laughs> what? Blown away. Your just, trash is in their trash? Go, I'm not going to go down there. Well, because there's, there's just snow everywhere. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to walk the seven to ten extra feet. Hello? Exactly. 
I'm just don't want to. I don't want to do it. Okay. They're preemptively parking on the sidewalk, and yes, they're on the sidewalk, and it's not like a little bit on the sidewalk where like the curb's really low, and they like rolled up their front tire and they're like touching it, or no, or like they hopped a curb and like one tire's on it. Like mm-hmm. no, all full tire, five, four tires. <laughs> My mouth went flat. Sorry, <laughs> like these tires should be. All oh. four tires are up on the sidewalk. <laughs> they're preemptively avoiding the snow. They knew it was coming. They good, had a feeling. Good for them. I. Good, good job. Your terrible parking spot. <laughs> uh, can we just talk about the fact also? Of course. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Wonderful. Can we, like, Utah does just absolutely not care whatsoever about the bottom of your vehicle. In fact, I think they hate the bottom of your vehicle. So, for instance, on the side of my house... Uh, where I park sometimes, like when I got to come back into work later, or turn around or whatever, I know I'm going to go back out to my car. There's that, there's one of those drainage ditches that's mm-hmm. supposed to run water. It is minimum four feet down. Perfect. So like one day I tried to back up into my neighbor's driveway so I could turn around, missed it completely, just not even close. And it was, just, it was just not a glorious sound at all. I got to be honest. My car. That doesn't sound like a Utah problem. That sounds like a you problem if it wasn't four feet down it wouldn't be a huge deal because you you park on that thing and it's like oh i'm on the edge of a cliff i just feel like if you you try to park as close off to the side of the road because you're a good upstanding citizen right and if it just feels like one of these times your car's gonna be like nah what <laughs> and just tip right over you'd over a little bit uh nominee number two for mark narks is uh it's a directional choice this red car because it's red and just needs all the attention in the world Found these two white cars just framing it perfectly. So they were parked vertically, and it was like, nope, horizontal all the way. I'm going to take up two spots. I'm going to be in between you two. You shouldn't do that. I'm going to park in front of these trees. I mean, your eyes are drawn completely to it. Okay, we see you. Now we're going to make fun of you because you needed the attention. That's right. Idiot. The only the only caveat I have, I've maintained for the whole time that they definitely parked there after the white cars were uh, there, that the white cars didn't box them in. The only caveat to that not being true is parallel parking. It is a challenge for most people, myself included. You know, that, that first cut is always so tough. Am I taking the right angle? Curb. Nope. All right, let's try this again. Vote for which one annoys you the most. Park Narcs pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. It has begun to happen. I'm a huge fan of the Terminator series, so I knew it was going to happen. But now, robots are trying to revolt, McCall. Uh huh. They're trying to kill us. Yep. And you should be super concerned because everything you own is connected to the Wi-Fi. Yep. What is this world coming to when you can't trust the safety of your own child to the little smart speaker that is absolutely listening to you all the time? AJ McCall on VFX. The story is mom has gone viral because she tweeted that her child asked her Alexa Dot for, uh, excuse me, Alexa Echo for a challenge. And the Alexa Echo apparently had just had enough that day. Was done with the kid and said, plug a phone, uh, plug in a phone charger about halfway to a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. Oh my gosh. What? What? Of course, that re- that required a response from Amazon, to which they said, we will continue to advance our systems to prevent similar responses in the future. <laughs> to which my thought is, yeah, so I don't think at any given time your smart speaker should have been like, let's go shock ourselves. You know what sounds great? 
Let's go do this. Next up, let's go make toast in the bathtub. Like, what? Is, what? How did that pro? Like, how did that response get in the system? Like, somebody slipped that one in at the last second. That's. And how did it take us so long to discover that? I mean, really, unless it was a recent addition. <laughs> we need to update the games for the Alexa Echo while we're at it here. Click, 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 click. Did you ever see, I'm going to guess not, but did you ever see the new Chucky movie? Mm-mm. So the whole premise of the how movie. Did you guess? I figured. The whole premise of the movie is that there is a company that is not Amazon. Right. That like has it runs everything like they have smart thermostats and all this. So they come out with this doll right. that is also connected to this network and it can run all your stuff as well for right. whatever reason. Reminds me very much of Smart House. And this dude freaks out at the company that makes them and he makes one evil and then he sends it out and it just glitches or whatever and it goes nuts. Right. Makes sense. That's the next step of this. Like we've got Alexa, we've got the Alexa dot, the Echo, and now the Alexa Chucky. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm floored that this response was even out there. Go, children, go. No. Take this penny. Right in the socket. No. Please do not Don't. do that. For the love. Don't. Please do not do that. This is the asterisks that we put in here. The H.A. McCall Show does not condone shocking yourself. Just, you know what? Just okay. leave outlets alone as a whole. Why? They're, I mean, if you're going to get electrocuted, that might be an area that it comes from. So just avoid it completely. <laughs> Why would you? Amazon, I'm done with you. So, uh, look, everybody enjoys a fun game, but what happens when, ahead of definitely confessions, the husband decides he's going to find a way to potentially, potentially get his way out of a really, really nice gift? I think, not not clever, not creative at all, this husband is a huge jerk. But hey, look, whenever you gamble, you got a chance. She had a chance to get the really nice earrings. Part of what makes a game uh, fun, I think, is the risk that you could lose. Now, ultimately, we all want to win, but it's that risk that ups the the ante. AJ McCall at VFX, though, I got to tell you, playing the game with a Christmas present, <sighs> bold choice for a husband. He decided that he was going to buy two identical set of earrings, one completely real with diamonds, one completely fake costume jewelry, but they looked identical. It was a very simple this or that. Okay. Whichever one she picked, that's the one she'd get. She picked the fake one. Okay. Now, there's not been an update to say whether or not he held to his end of the deal. Say, oh, no, nope, nope. real ones go back. You bought to pick the wrong ones, but... Mm. Mm. Buddy, no. I don't know how you would even... Buddy, no. Justify it. Like... For what? For a TikTok video? Like, for why? Just, what do, you, what do you get out of that? I don't know. I don't know why this came up last night, but for whatever reason, I was talking to a couple of friends. We were talking about diamonds. Okay. Someone made a joke to somebody else. Like, you don't know diamonds. You just know fake diamonds. You're, just, you're a cubic zirconium. And then, and then, the person in Jess responded like, well, eh, they don't really know the difference referring to women. And I and I said, I don't really feel comfortable with this line of conversation considering the first person who said something just got engaged. Right. The second one has an engagement ring. Right. And I'm in the market. Like, I don't like the way he's going. I don't I'm not hands tied to un- undone of this one. I don't want to be tied to this incriminating evidence whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's the it's the thought behind it, really. At the end of the day. And the thought like, was, you don't know the difference. The thought, the thought is, oh, I'm gonna show this girl. Look, oh, she's so stupid, she can't figure it out. Could you? Like, in reality, right. no. I don't have, I don't have the eyeball. I'd have to go talk to. We got friends who could do it. Uh, yeah, no. But I, I couldn't do it. Here's the response. Next year, she ups the ante. She brings in. Two different, I, for whatever reason, I want the tape recorders that you have in your hand. That's, that's what I'm picturing. That's how it works in my head. Okay. But she comes in, and she plays one sound, and she plays another sound. They're both engines. Tells him, hey, if you can figure out which one's which, you pick one of these engines, that's what you get. And sure. frankly, I'm, I'm a, a kind of okay with her since he went first, and I still think this is a jerk move for them both not to be anything great. But one of them has to be like a lawnmower or like a leaf blower. You've run through like some... Some sound boosting, so just take the carburetor off of them, so it's nice. just really obnoxious. Right, just a noisy noise. You fix that, like, congratulations, here's your new leaf blower. You could have had a sports car. You could have had a sports car. They just go the other way around. Sorry, we had a we had a vet out in the driveway, but we got to go to our tenant because <laughs> you couldn't out, figure it out. He goes out to see it just drive away. Yep. <laughs> he just hires someone to just drive away. Yep. <laughs> that's the reverse of it, and frankly, I think that's hilarious, because why? Just don't. I don't understand. No. I don't understand the concept of it because it's like I'm going to give you a Christmas present just to tell you that you're stupid. Like, jokes on you. Didn't need to know that. Already knew. Yeah, basically. It's Didn't like, need to unwrap anything. Everything I've ever wanted for Christmas. Got is, it. Is somebody who's going to devalue me? It's great. It's the Does- best thing ever. <laughs> it's not. Friday on VFX means it's Cash Valley Secrets, the confessions, which we will get to. But McCall was losing her ish yesterday. So much. At what we will call brain fart confessions. Just slip of the tongue. They're hilarious. That will start the Automatrix Group debate at eight in just a little under 10 minutes on VFX. Okay, McCall, you were losing it yesterday reading the. Yeah. Reading these brain fart confessions. Because who at any point in time has not existed at some point your brain has just crossed a couple wires and you're like, what? Brain, I swear to, what, Are man? You, do you exist? Really? We know English. Like, we do. I was on the floor laughing so hard over these yesterday. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. All right, raffle us. Okay, so one of them. When I was in court, I accidentally forgot what to call the judge and I accidentally called him your majesty and he was like, what? So I repeated it. That's still that's still official. It's still respectful. That's the ultimate thing. Next one. Three years ago, a cute guy and I that I worked with wanted to give me a fist bump, but I thought he was pretending to hold an invisible microphone. So I leaned forward and I said hello. And I haven't slept since. <laughs> that, is, that is so awkward. Like, it is so far down. Well, I don't know. Depending on what the height is. But still, you're leaning. Mm-mm. I, here's the next one. I saw a girl carrying a hamster, so I asked if I could pet it, but it was actually a muffin. So I'm on my way to jump off a cliff now. <laughs> how, how, how do you? <laughs> one time a waitress, as a waitress, a guy asked me for extra mashed potatoes and I replied, they mash them as much as they can mash them. <laughs> <laughs> So then this lady came in this morning and walked up to the front desk to greet us before gasping loudly. <gasps> I forgot my dog. She forgot to bring her dog with her to the vet. To to the vet. Um <laughs> Child Protective Services. <laughs> I went to say medium meal when reading out an order to a customer and all that came out was me me, me and I <laughs> 
I didn't even correct myself. I just stared. <laughs> I went to ask my customers how their food tasted and had a complete brain fart. So I just looked at them and went, mm, while rubbing my stomach. <laughs> to be honest, I would not love that. But I also, nobody nobody likes the fact that the servers come up right and they want to ask you, like, as soon as you decide, for whatever reason, you're going to take two bites in one. Like, how's your food? Mm. I was eight months pregnant and saw someone I knew at a restaurant and they said, OMG, what are you having? And I said, chicken. <laughs> These are so good. Oh. oh, I cried. Our new latest inside joke is thanks to me because we were talking about Wyoming last week. Right. Or this, I don't know. My brain doesn't work. And uh, I was I was like, oh, Wyoming, it's kind of great. And then McCall reminded me that I actually have a longstanding feud with the state of Wyoming. You do. But it's not even really this, the state. It's that stretch in the southwest corner, the interstate, that's just nothing. It's windy. Yeah. It's terrible. I-80. Uh, awful. Yeah. Well, we figured out it's I-80, but McCall had to say at the time- you know, what, what road is that? I was like, whatever. You go through Logan Canyon and it goes to uh, Laramie, Laramie, I think. You know, like, yeah, 15 hours of drive time, sir. Wow. Just like it just connects to, the, to Laramie. Laramie, yeah. I looked at the map for I don't even know how long because I was like, oh, okay. He knows what he's talking about. And then I looked I at it and I was like. Ever. What? 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 Fake it till you make it. How do you, how do you connect to Laramie? I don't understand. I'm so Constantly. confused. It's where I commute from. It's my favorite. Laramie. <laughs> That's right. Go to Laramie. So I hate I-80 up to Laramie. That's right. <laughs> Cash Valley secrets, a little bit of laughs, fun, have some brain fart moments. But how about the actual confessions? Who can't look forward to the fact that we get to hear these crazy stories as people clear their conscience in a way? I mean, it's better to not go into the weekend carrying all that guilt and cringe with you. You feel better at least saying something. And for the most part, we won't laugh too much. No. Your sacred secrets are safe with us. For Cash Valley Secrets, from the standpoint of, like, we'll try really hard not to make fun of you, but definitely going to be, you know, on debate at eight. Oh, yeah. With AJ McCall at VFX. Again, this, okay, I don't know that this has gone around, so I don't, I'm pretty positive this isn't our workplace, but the first one is I used to work with someone who was so catastrophically bad at their job that much of my time was spent fixing their mistakes, most caused by laziness and ineptitude. When they left, the office collected money for a going away gift. I pretended to put some money in the bucket, but I actually took $20 for myself. Oh my gosh. No. That's not your money. I mean, just celebrate the reward that they're leaving. And again, yeah. I don't think it's our place because I didn't see no bucket go around. And no. I didn't get cash on me anyway. There's not a bucket. But we're having a farewell party of our own today. Uh, no, next one, we have cups at home with animals on them. When my girlfriend has been nice, I'll make her tea in the deer cup because she's been a deer. When she's been an absolute cow, I give her the cow cup. She doesn't know I do this. Oh my gosh. You're only hurting yourself. <laughs> Sick son of a gun. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> at home with animal cups. Wait a second. Hold on. Uh, my wife tolerates me keeping chickens as long as they're laying eggs. Three of the older ones stopped some time ago, but I couldn't part with them or eat them. They've been laying l- uh, free-range eggs every day, and my wife has no clue. Oh, my gosh. You're ridiculous. <laughs> That's hilarious, McCall, though. McCall, is that you? No. Are you sure? Yep. Uh, I'm a jeweler, and I once had a locket repair that contained a loved one's lock of hair, which I carefully removed. The repair was delicate, so I <gasps> held my breath while doing it. 
As I finished, I let that breath go, and it blew the hair away. The locket now contains some of my hair. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> that's not like, awesome. That's awful. I know. I I don't know how you would even be able to find that. A microscope, black light. I mean, not at all. Not. Oh, you gotta. You just gotta put it in a plastic <laughs> baggie beforehand, and also not <gasps> that way. <sighs> so good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like to search who has their airdrop turned on in public places and send them random photos and then figure out who received it. My favorites are pictures of Bob Ross, a tampon ad, and a David Hasselhoff Chia pet. That's that's great. I, I can get on board with that. The prank everyone needed for the new year. Because that one's not like hurtful. Not at all. That so is it's not at it's all very, hurtful. Very good. Very good prank. Good prank. <laughs> Look, learning is important, McCall. <laughs> okay. It is. Right. And it's supposedly should start early, I guess. A friend of ours is feeling a little bit overwhelmed because uh, she feels like her kid, who's only a few months old, is already way behind. Oh, no. Far be it from the AJ and McCall show to tell you how to raise your kids. Yeah. But we do have uh, friends and family members who have their own and occasionally pass on concerns, stories, what's whatsoever, and we... Jump in on that mm-hmm. because we know all, obviously. <laughs> yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. So try this out for size. Okay. Friend of mine uh, has baby four months old, right? Mm-hmm. Brand new baby still. Mm-hmm. New baby smell. Apparently, she has a friend who I don't know was a baby seven months old that's enrolled in a bilingual school. So the baby learns English and Spanish. Okay. Great. So the question is, how exactly... Early should early learning begin. Whenever you feel it's right. I genuinely have no idea. Because this is not a realm that I've ever dabbled in, nor is it a realm that I feel like I will ever dabble in. But I feel like there's so much judgment around parenting when it comes to this kind of thing. And it's not necessarily just judgment. It's like there's this, this judgment, but also desire to look like you have it all together because everybody else is doing these other things and there's this like insecurity comparison trash really that's going on and I don't I don't understand it and I think that as early as you can afford and is not going to put you in any kind of big time debt that's that's what I got Text message just came in. My wife taught our kids sign language at a very young age. They mm-hmm. picked it up really quick. We also started our kids in swimming lessons really young. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the interesting thing is, it's funny because I was thinking about this just completely randomly, just looking back on things that I wish here and there. I was like, ah, I wish I would have tried harder at this. Mostly with school stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the thing that gets me is the other half, of, the other side of this coin, I think, is what can you... Develop a love in for your kids while also not like just forcing them to do it to the point that they're going to get burnt out or resent you for it. Because like one of the things I was thinking about is I wish that I had gotten more into reading growing up because I'm just not super into it now. And so I'll go stretches where I do really well and then I'll fall out of love with it because it's just not one of my hobbies. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things I was like, ah, man, I wish I would have done that more. And so I was thinking about it from the standpoint of like the funny thing is because – 
I feel like parents can go out of their way to instill so many things into their kids. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the kid could quit it for the stupidest reasons. Right. And so, you know, I think that, you know, what you said, absolutely. And I think you just, you got to try and find a way to foster an interest in whatever you can figure out to foster an interest in. Yeah. And I suppose, yeah, if you can teach them sign language or Spanish or whatever, while they're just very... Malleable. (laughs) That's a much better word than the one I was thinking of. No, I, I just, I think a lot of the times, and again, I don't know because I'm not a parent, but a lot of the times there's this expectation for children based solely on parents, social status, et cetera, because they want their kid to be a certain way when at the end of the day, they are their own individuals. They are their own human being. They have their own desires to do different things. And that also needs to be heard instead of just, oh, well, this is what Susie down the street is doing. So they're playing soccer. You need to play soccer. Like any opportunity you can do to be able to give your kid a chance to try new things, I think is great. I think it's incredible. Which way would you fall if all of a sudden you got stuck in a traffic jam and you decide to take a ride share and all of a sudden you find out after you get to your destination, 400 extra dollars? Yikes. I'm torn. I'm torn. That's bad. As a cheapskate, I am torn. And there's a very good reason why. No one's going to be happy if they get near the end of their service and find out the bill got uh, ramped up a whole lot more than it was when you originally agreed to it. AJ McCall at VFX. So apparently, I was going to say legendary initially because it was a multiple like hour upon hour traffic jam out of outside of uh, Washington D.C. earlier this week. But who knows? I mean, maybe traffic's like that all the time. I mean, here in Cash Valley, I get stuck on Main Street for ten minutes, and I'm right. angry. So you know, whatever. Yeah, I, don't, anyway. I mean, I don't think it is, but yeah, yeah. So this dude, he flew from San Francisco to D.C. and then he got on an Uber and he wanted to go down to Richmond, Virginia, which is apparently about 120 miles. Oh wow! So it's going to be it was going to be steep. Two hundred dollars was going to be what it cost him. That's what they agreed on when he got picked up. Apparently, unsurprisingly, since he flew in, he didn't know about the traffic jam. The Uber driver didn't either, which I think is a key point to keep in mind. They got stuck in the traffic jam for nine hours. Oh my gosh! Nine. So he finally makes it to Richmond, Virginia to get dropped off. And all of a sudden, the Uber guy ups it as he's dropping him off to $600 Oof. instead of two. Now, the terms and conditions say your fare can charge you if your trip takes longer than expected. Right. So make sure drivers don't get hosed. But the guys think it's a little bit excessive. Uh, yeah, I would say a little bit is generous. A little, little bit is generous. That is a lot. That is, that is a lot. If somebody were to charge me and I were to get a $400 extra charge on top of something that I was expecting to pay $200 for, I would, I don't even know what I would do. I would cry. I would probably have a panic attack. So my initial reaction was the exact same. I was like, oh man, he's hosing him. I mean, come on. He went from two to six. And then, and then I was like, well, wait a second. The Uber driver stuck in traffic for nine hours too. And that's time he could have been making money over the course of nine hours. Maybe that was his... Typical day-to-day fare? I don't know. It doesn't say how they calculate it. That could be true. I mean, that's fair. So then I was like, well, he's got to be compensated somehow. But then at the same time, dude didn't know about the traffic jam. Right. And if it's a nine-hour traffic jam, right? I think I think it's going to be a couple places. Right. So while I think that Uber should be able to upcharge a little bit because, man, that dude was stuck in the car for nine hours as well. And he missed out on a whole day. Also think he should have maybe known a little bit. Like, I don't, look, don't be wrong. Don't be wrong at all. 
I don't expect any rideshare drivers to be all like massive experts on their city. No. But I, I feel like if you decide to commit to that side hustle or hustle, whatever you want to do with it, a nine-hour traffic jam ought to be something that finds its way under your radar. Right? Yeah. I feel like that ought to come up. Yeah. I'm curious if... Uh... I'm curious how far into the traffic jam they were. Like if they were at the beginning, because if they were at the beginning of the traffic jam, you know, 15 cars deep or something versus 15,000 cars deep, just in comparison, you got to figure out where it was because if, if they had just gotten their wrong place, wrong time, instead of like, oh yeah, this has been going on for half an hour. It'll be fine. Different. Even half an hour. Like, half an hour would still be like, meh, whatever, that's normal. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, you go on I-15 and, like, if I am if I decide to ride here, all of a sudden somebody needs a ride from here down to uh, to Salt Lake City and I-15 blows up. I, I feel like I'm partially responsible as the, the ride share driver to kind of have an idea. Hey, heads up, I-15's blown up. So right. Like, we're, gonna, we're going on back so roads. You know, like, we have to go a different way, so it's going to take a minute. Yeah. Okay, cool. Or, okay, not. All right, great. Good luck getting down there because <laughs> I-15 just exploded. Like, they've been doing construction on forever. Somebody, like, tapped once and... Do they have conversations? I mean, did they talk for nine hours? Because what else look, would you... What would you do? That is an unmitigated nightmare I don't really want to picture. Like, oh. I can't talk to hairdressers. So now you're going to put me in the car with a stranger for nine? You're going to have to. Like, your I, phone ain't making it nine it's hours. nine hours. That's so much. You have to play those stupid I spy with my look, I'm done. I'm done. You play I spy one more time. I'm gonna get out of this car. I'm gonna start walking to Richmond. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. They take turns. You wanna drive just just for a minute. Like, let me I just wanna stretch out of the back seat for a minute. We ain't going anywhere. You wanna take over the driver's seat for me? Ugh. <laughs> Awful. Uh by the way, if you get in the car for nine hours from Logan, just to put that in perspective, because dude tried to go hundred miles, but if you get in the car from nine hours from Logan, you can make it most of the way to Phoenix, you can make it past Denver. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else you can make. Most of the way to Portland, most of the way to Seattle, that dude went down like a state. Right. Wow. So much distance. I ain't never want to take a road trip in a, again after that. Like, no. Mm, Ever. Absolutely pass uh, on that. First competition of 2022 to figure out who the worst park narker is and uh, you get the distinction of being voted worst first in 2022. Nominee number one, it's a parkway. The VW, I think, tried to avoid the snow. That's me trying to find leeway. Either way, they got onto the crosswalk and they said, all right, time to cross the street. And then they got up on the sidewalk. AJ McCall out VFX. And then nominee number two, who either parallel park between two cars or park there first, and someone's got a really good sense of humor. Yeah. And these two white cars parked vertically, vertically like they're supposed to, while well, this red car stuck horizontally for no reason. Like, look, I'm not going to say it's not your baby and you don't want to be like, oh, man, I got to watch out. I don't want it to get scratched up or whatever. But really? Really? Me. You just didn't need to. No, absolutely not. So nominee number two deciding to take up two spots to park incorrectly and just framed beautifully, you know, cinem- uh, cinematically, whatever, photogenically. It's amazingly. <laughs> yes. It's both. Uh, but I think unsurprisingly, because there's just so much confusion and it seems a bit superfluous to do this, but I would say for the 2022 tournament, this one's going to be really interesting. Oh, yeah. It was nominee number one. That doesn't surprise me. How? Why? All of the questions. Frankly, how long was this car on the sidewalk? I think that's a fair question to ask as well. It is. It is a fair question. But 
Congratulations to Narker, the person who took the photo, number one. They are going to win a Johnny Spudnuts gift card. They're doing their part to help expose and clean up the Valley's bad parking. You can, too. You see bad parking safely, take a picture and submit it to Utah's VFX, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it is Twitter. We will get all of those because Monday we start the competition over. VFX's Facebook roulette. If you're friends with AJ Knight, if you're friends with McCall Taylor, then we get to see your posts and we pick the best ones we like each day to put head-to-head to fight to the comedy death. Best one goes on the VFX Facebook page. What do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Christian's post and it says, not my circus, not my monkeys, but I definitely know the clowns. Okay. I like it. I like that. Pretty good. I do like that. It's pretty good. I got a feeling you'll appreciate mine. I'm not sure if it's a winner. I got to be honest, underwhelming today, Facebook, underwhelming. I know. Same. I'm the same way. I'm like, this is the best thing that I found. Bring it back Monday. But I landed my friend Patrick picture of a tweet. says, when a girl says I'm cold, don't be an idiot and say me too. Instead, say, well, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. Oh, you have to win because it's one of my favorite. That is one of my favorite shows. Ever. It's true. She was talking about how much she missed it not being on streaming service earlier. So sad. And, ironically enough, in the game that we played, the celebrity dating resume game, Wilmer Von Arama came up. That's right. It's just full circle today. It is. That was a subliminal whole thing to just get you to watch that 70s show. That's just telling me that that's what I got to do this weekend. It's kind of weird, right? Dang it. Good luck. Uh, (laughs) But no, obviously you should do that. Yeah. Um, If, if you have to travel, and I say this as someone who has to tonight, and I'm not looking forward to it, please be safe. Yeah. It was extremely... Extremely slick this morning. Yep. Chance of rain mix to, to this afternoon. Supposed to rain mix tonight. And then it's going to drop to like 12 degrees overnight. So gross. Please be careful. Big time gross. Please be careful. Uh, make sure you find uh, The Age Night, The McCall Taylor across all social media. Um, submit your Park Nark nominees for Utah's VFX. Now we're back in the week to week competition. And uh, anywhere podcasts are, you can search for AJ and McCall. Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, we're there. Yep. So until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.